0: Welcome to a special live broadcast of The Mike Novak Show. Today, Mike will be on location from Family Focus in Evanston to celebrate their new community garden. Our community garden is sponsored by CEDA, the nation's largest community action agency that helps more than 375,000 individuals annually to engage in healthy and sustainable lifestyles. And by Family Focus, an organization that promotes the well-being of children by strengthening families and their communities. Also sponsored in part by Consolidated Printing the green revolution in printing since 1973 and now live from family focus in evanston it's the mike novak show
1: now that's what i call a good crowd thank you all look at this we're at Family Focus in Evanston, and we've got tables. We've got uh, we've got people outside digging in the dirt. Even though we, it's is it still raining out there? Because we we had to come indoors. We are in uh, the fair here, the uh, Community Health and Wellness Fair, which is being put on by uh, Family Focus and CETA and we're happy to be part of this and we want to thank and, and look at all the stuff we've got the we've got uh, Dominic's over there and Resurrection uh, Healthcare and Nurture and Illinois Extension and and right here in front of me this is the uh, the free spinal screening which I think I'm going to try to do later on I'm going to get it AARP is here uh, CEDA, of course is here American Cancer Society who Costco is here uh, who didn't get mentioned? Uh, the Y, YMCA, uh, everybody's holding up their signs now. Fischel and Weiss, oral health screening. See, that's one of the things you can do. You can, the city of Evanston is represented, uh, here. Who, do, who else did I miss? North Shore University Health System. Now, who's doing, uh, oh, Dr. Nicholas Mendez, uh, Accelerated. What's Accelerated? I can't read the second part of that. What? Therapy, physical therapy, uh, you can, uh, who else? And then peer services, you can come down to the Center Family Focus at 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston. You can have some health screening done right here at the fair, and I don't know why you wouldn't do that right now, especially if you're in your neighborhood. Now, uh, Mayor, we have the mayor of, of, of Evanston, Elizabeth Tisdell. Let's Let's have a hand for the mayor. Whoa, that's my fault. Walking in front of the speaker, you can't do that in radio. Sorry, Mike. Uh, and um, I, I kind of lost my train of thought here. I was just oh, I know what I was going to ask, I was going to say, Is it open just for residents of Evanston? No, it's open for everyone. All right, anybody in the neighborhood, neighboring suburbs, or city of Chicago, uh, come on over if, if you, you know, if you want to really know what your cholesterol is. I'm not sure I do, I don't want to know if my But I'm going to try it anyway and see if my back is straight. Uh, And uh, today there's going to be a raffle drawing, yoga demonstration, healthy cooking workshop, and on and on. So come on by. Again, the address is Family Focus, Our Place, 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston. You know, it's a rainy afternoon. Why not come indoors and and take part of the uh, the health and wellness fair? Now, meanwhile, as I mentioned, okay, I'm going to walk past the mic real quick or the, the speaker. There we go. That's better. I can and get in my little place here. Meanwhile, when I showed up this morning, there were kids and adults uh, all sitting, not sitting, standing with shovels and shoveling away uh, outside planting gardens. Uh, this is the community garden that uh, that CETA and Family Focus are putting together. And um, I'll tell you what, uh, Mayor, I know you're sitting next to me, but let's let us go to Dorothy Williams, who's the Executive Director of Family Focus Our Place. And Dorothy, just get right up to that mic, and and tell me why we're here, what, what's, uh, what's the whole point of the community, obviously the Wellness Center, You know, right. uh, I, I'm happy to, that you're doing this. Uh, what was your purpose in getting the community garden?
2: Okay, well first I'd like to say um, good morning and welcome to the groundbreaking of our CETA Family Focus Community Garden. As a partner, yeah, let's give a. Yeah, let's have it. As a partner with CETA, Family Focus will serve as a voice of our community garden. The center will have a seasonal vegetable garden that will be cared for by teen participants who are enrolled in the Delta Academy, which is sponsored by Delta Sigma Theta Sororities uh, Mentoring Program. We're excited about the garden and invite community gardeners to join us in making this garden. A garden that we can be proud of, and one that would lead to healthy development. And healthy development is what it's all about. We want to, as a community, sort of look and change some of our lifestyles and eat a little more healthier. So our garden is going to have organic food, vegetables. A a, a little
1: little more healthier? A (laughs) little? I mean, I think. I I think a lot of us could eat a lot, a lot lot healthier. All right.
2: Well, we'll let the kids lead the way. But um, the garden is really going to be. Excited. and not, the, the girls are not going to be involved in just planting. They're going to have um, four hours a week
1: of classroom instruction. All right, I need to stop here right there. Is it just girls? Well, right now it is. <laughs> Couldn't you get any boys to yes, volunteer? Yes, we could
2: get boys to volunteer. But
1: they don't I, want to shovel the uh, the compost in there, do they? I
2: think once the girls put all the um, the soil in and do all the hard work, maybe the guys will come in and help uh, keep it watered. Because remember, we do have to water the garden. I'll water. Sure. I mean,
1: that's the way it works for me. Yeah, give the you know, the guys, they'll water after everything's dug in.
2: <laughs> no, but we, it's a community affair. And we want the entire community, people who are gardeners, could come out and volunteer, help us uh, water, make sure that our plant, our garden boxes are watered on a regular basis, and and help us um, just to keep the area clean and safe for the residents, as well as our wonderful vegetables that we're gonna grow.
1: Well, congratulations, and, and as we speak, I don't know, but is it still raining out there? Who just came in, anybody just come in? Is it still raining, still coming down, huh? Uh, you know what, it never hurt a gardener to get a little wet. Here, uh, so they will get that done. They will actually. It's a great day to get the uh, vegetables planted. You get them in that that soil we got is is a, a great compost veggie mix from Lake Street Landscape Supply in the city of Chicago. Uh, it is that's the good stuff, and that's always the start of any garden that you put together. Ninety-five percent of what happens is below the soil line, and that's that's something that you need to remember. And of course, we are. We are kind of. Uh, this is uh, an urban area. Uh, you always. I've talked about it before. Uh, t- t- a couple of weeks ago, when we were at uh, Third Unitarian Church in Austin, doing uh, growing in Austin, I mentioned uh, the kinds of uh, toxins that you can sometimes have in the soil, uh, including lead and arsenic and other things, and you have to protect yourself from those. That's why we brought in fresh compost, and we got ourselves a really good mix. We didn't just go and get. Some topsoil that was dragged off from someplace, and the problem is, if you, buy, you know, and I'm going into my gardening mode here, and of course I do a, a gardening and environment show on WCPT Sundays from eight to ten a.m. Uh, but let me give you a little tip about that. If 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 you get cheap stuff, you're gonna you're gonna have cheap stuff. Um, If you're getting the the topsoil and you don't have it identified, you don't know where it's come from, it could have almost anything in it. So try to make sure that you start with the best. Get a good organic mix if you can. Uh, Certainly get compost in your soil. Uh, If you start well, you're going to end well. Uh, And next to me, of course, is uh, Mayor Elizabeth Tisdall. Welcome.
3: Thank you very much. Uh,
1: You're going to have to pull that mic right Uh, up close. Just just lean right into that. Tell me about uh, this uh, institution and and how much it benefits uh, Evanston.
3: Well, family focus is a very important part of Evanston. I couldn't imagine Evanston without family focus. Uh, Alderman Dolores Holmes was the head of family focus for many years. And she um,
1: she's supposed to be here. Is she is she here today?
3: Well, She's actually walking in the door. and oh, she, There we
1: go. We'll get her in here in a second. Uh, she
3: sees family-focused kids throughout the community, and they've turned out to be marvelous um, adults who are contributing members of our community and who I'm very glad are still living in Evanston.
1: And uh, I... Tell tell us about some of the the services that are provided. Uh, Maybe uh, Dolores can get over here and help us with that as well.
3: Dolores will, but I'd like to say one thing about the community gardening that's taking place right now while Dolores comes over. The uh, gardening I don't know much about, except that it's fun, but community I know a good bit about, and a community garden creates a very strong sense of community among the people who work in it. The only thing better than... uh, this working in a community garden is working in the rain in a community garden. <laughs> that really creates lifelong friendships. Well, yeah. So you, congratulations you got... to everyone who's out there working in the rain. Today. There's
1: lots of shovels flying and and dirt is flying, compost is flying, and um, uh, it's it's just remarkable to see at, uh, the girls at work, right? Um, and uh, Dolores Holmes, uh, Fifth Ward Alderman from City of Evanston, welcome. Thank you. Uh, let's let, let's have a, a round of applause for Dolores. So you're the former former director of uh, this institution?
4: Absolutely for 26 years.
1: For 26 years. It's I understand yeah pull that mic doors. right up here. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, I understand that this building that we're in as a matter of fact has a rich history.
4: This building has a very rich history. It was the only school in the really African American community Foster School and um, stayed that way for, um, I think, until 1965 when it became a magnet school. And um, <clears throat> it was closed in 1979 due to a decrease in enrollment. And um, it uh, set empty for about four years. And then family Focus negotiated with the school district and brought what we thought at that time was one-stop shopping to this area in terms of services that were needed by this community and uh... so you'll see a lot of different agencies in the building a lot of different programs
1: and family focus of course is not just local it is a, a national organization
4: when we started in nineteen seventy six we were the only one in the united states there was a program in uh... canada called jesse's house and uh, since then, there are about 3,000 family resource centers throughout
1: the United States. Wait, so you're saying the one here was At the... Evanston was the first one. So you one. started it all.
4: We started it all right here in Evanston in 1976, yes.
1: Nope, that's, uh, that's... Bernice incredible.
4: Weisbord, who's the founder and president of Family Focus, had this vision, and we were able to do it.
1: Uh, I would say that... Uh, I would ask you... You, you must be very proud. Um, what, what changes have you seen in Evanston because of family focus?
4: I've seen lots of changes in terms of family structure. Um, we talk about the family um, all the time in terms of where uh, it isn't, but we can talk, I think, at family focus in terms of where the family is because when you provide the necessary support, to a family that's needed. Then you begin to see the successes that you want to see in children and families in terms of where they grow. Um, One of the things that Family Focus did uh, in 1979, three years after they opened the original center, um, we developed a teen pregnancy program for uh, prevention of teen pregnancy. And that program still exists. And we were able to decrease the number of young ladies um, not only having the first baby, but the most important piece was the number of young ladies who did not have a second baby while they were still a teenager and then went on to college or just some uh, kind of job to support themselves and you know, become a productive pro- uh, citizen in the community. That's one major change that we saw.
1: That's a wonderful change. Absolutely. Um, now, you're not on, are you Are you? still, are you still on the board uh, as alderman, or you know, have you stepped away from? Uh... No, I
4: stepped away in 2002 when I retired. Uh, I come to the building a lot because it's a place where there are a lot of community meetings of things that I'm involved in. We have a lot of meetings uh, as we try to keep the community informed about what's going on. And uh, so I'm in the building a lot, and I'm available uh, to Dr. Williams and the staff whenever they need me Uh,
1: uh, and I imagine you put your two cents in every now and then right
4: well only when I'm asked I try to do it (laughs) only when I'm asked
1: (laughs) Uh, mayor um, you must be very uh, happy to have this kind of an organization in in the city of Evanston and work and and work with the aldermen and and seeing this progress
3: uh, family Focus is tremendously important to the city of Evanston, and uh, we're delighted that it's here. If it wasn't here, we'd have to create something like Family Focus. So it's fabulous that it's already here and has been part of our city for such a long time. Uh,
1: that being said, has this been a springboard for other uh, organizations in the city?
3: Well, I think, Dolores, you've helped other organizations along. Well, there's always been a uh,
4: there's always been a partnership uh, with lots of different groups. I'm looking out and I'm looking at Kate Mahoney at Peer Services. Uh, we had a, certainly a partnership with them, with YOU, with other programs that we've been able to support each other and uh, help some of the same families. But while I'm talking, can I also say a word about the community garden? Because absolutely, I, I that's wanted... why we're here.
1: We're we're out, upstairs planting. I don't, I'm sorry. Well, they are. Late. I'm not. I'm not planting. I'm just sitting here. I, you know, I I'm not doing that.
4: I'm sorry. I was late, so I don't know what's been said. But I think that um, when the community garden first started, that uh, that, too, is a partnership. And and to show you in terms of what Family Focus does in terms of reaching out, it started with the Kilworth Garden Club coming and uh, working um, all the way from Kilworth to work with us in terms of building the boxes, and um, the boxes were built because we had a partnership with Over the Rainbow, and one of the uh, two of the residents were avid gardeners, and um, they, we built those boxes so that they could help teach the kids how to garden. So it has a rich history. Now, and how,
1: re- how long ago was that? How long um, ago were those boxes put in there?
4: Oh, uh, let's see. About ten.
1: It has to be ten. At least ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and when, when I came this morning and, and watch, I was watching people dig out, obviously they hadn't been used in a while. There were weeds growing in there, the soils compacted, and we're taking yeah. out the oiled stuff and putting in the new. So, Well, uh,
4: I think that, you know, you go through uh, different times and different periods in terms of what the kids can do and what they might be interested in, things that you want to focus on. Unfortunately, over time, uh, what happens with your program, it becomes focus in terms of what your funding wants. So sometimes you can't get a sponsor. So if you don't have a sponsor for a particular item, that might have to go on hold. But I think they always have had uh, flowers out there. They may have not had the vegetables. Is that right, Dr. You
1: got you got to get right to I the want this.
4: to
2: give credit to Nutria High School because the Nutria High School volunteers um, came on a regular basis every summer to plant flowers. So we had to take the flowers up to prepare for our um, our community garden. Those flowers are now beautifully placed in front of the building so I want the new chair students to know that we didn't get rid of your flowers. We just
1: <laughs> moved them to another location. Uh, that's You know and, and, and what it speaks to is that you've had so many different groups that have come in and, and helped here and been partners with uh, Family Focus.
2: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, all right um, that is Dolores Holmes who's a fifth ward alderman and she is uh, one of the, uh, the key movers in Family Focus. Uh, that You also heard uh, Dorothy Williams, who is the current executive director, uh, the mayor, Elizabeth Tisdall, who's, who's getting out of here as fast as she can now. I'm kidding. Uh, and we've got a lot of people we're going to talk to we are going to take a real short break, but we're going to come back and uh, continue our discussion. In the meantime, I want you to come out to the Community Health and Wellness Fair, uh, Family Focus Our Place, 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston. This is the Mike Novak Show on Chicago's Progressive Talk, AM and FM. Community Health and Wellness Fair and the uh, our Community Garden up in Evanston at Family Focus, our place, uh, t- twenty ten Dewey Avenue in Evanston. This is all going on till twelve thirty uh, today. The show, of course, uh, it's a special broadcast of the Mike Novak Show, uh, is till one o'clock. And then, of course, uh, Dick Kay with back on the beat. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, Family Focus and CEDA and Consolidated Printing Company. They're the greenest printer in the country. You probably knew that because they sponsor a lot of things uh, at uh, WCPT Chicago's Progressive Talk, and they're the pioneer in green printing since 1973. Great sponsors, and we are glad that uh, they're part of this event. Later on, from what I understand, we had... Some of the kids write essays, um, and let me uh, quickly uh, turn it over to uh, Dorothy Williams, who's the executive director of Family Focus Our Place. Uh, Do you want the uh, information sheets? Here we go. Uh, We're going to have the, you're going to announce the winners of the essay contest. Now, when did you start this essay contest?
2: We started the essay contest last month as a way of trying to get the pulse of the teens in our center. And we were pleasantly surprised. We were pleasantly surprised because they all understood the importance of a community garden. Some just were able to say that a little better than others. So we have three winners, and we're going to announce our winners.
1: Now? Oh, oh, do you want to announce them now? I thought we were going to hold off. I'm going to hold Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. always let's, let's jumping keep a, to the gun. Let's I'm let's keep on waiting. I just wanted to. Te- it's what we call a tease in radio. <laughs> Is that a tease? That's a tease. Okay. All right, because uh, yeah, we want uh, the kids. Now, are, are they among the group that's standing right to our left here? Yes. Hey, how are you guys <laughs> how are you doing? Good. Good. Uh, come on over to the mic, real quick. Well, any, any one of you, just sit down at that chair. You got is it is it still rain? We need a spokesperson for the group. Who wants to be a spokesperson? There's all right. And your name is to be speak right into the microphone.
5: Latrice Kennedy. Latrice. Mm-hmm.
1: You got the you got the hat on, but you also got the plastic bag over your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she can still breathe, but it's over the back of her head, because it, it was raining, right? Yes. Is it still raining out there?
5: No, it actually stopped as soon as we got done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to give you a secret in gardening. That's the way it always works. Uh, it, you know, the second you finish is when the weather gets nice. When you're out there and you're schlepping the mulch and you're planting the stuff, that's when it's pouring cats and dogs. So uh, are you going to continue to work on this uh, all summer?
5: Yes, um, everyone is supposed to, but I'm going to make sure that I continue to help with the garden during the summertime as soon as I have free time.
1: Well, here, I'm going I'm to gonna tell you something. For all, all you kids here and, and everybody who helped out, this is the easy part, what you did today. That's the easy part. You put the, that stuff down because you got a bunch of people and they're all helping and they're all getting the plants in the ground and, and you, you put them in and you step back and you go, wow, didn't that look good? And then the hard part comes. You got to take care of them. They're like little babies. You know, you got to water them. You got to nurture them. You got to you got to you got to weed. You got to uh, uh, sometimes you got to trim them back. You know, depending on the plant you got. So if if you don't do that, you're not going to have a garden, and you're not going to have a crop. So I'm am ju- just warning you that you just did the the easy part. And now the hard part comes up. Oh yeah. Uh, it,
5: it's nothing.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. All right. Well, okay, I've been putting my place. Uh, <laughs> and, and she got encouraged by Ivanda Thomas, who's sitting next to me. She's with the city of Evanston. She's the director of the Department of Health. Hi, Evonda. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good.
6: I did encourage her because the joy of being in the soil and weeding and loving the, the product to life is, is actually a great opportunity for children to see the beginning, the middle, and the fruit of their labor. So that's why I was encouraging her because this is something that she can do.
1: Well, of course it's something that she can do. But my point was, as they say, 90% of life is showing up. That's right. You know, if you don't show up, you don't have a garden. That's right. So you got to all have to show up. It's it's just not good enough to say, well, I planted it, now I can go my my merry way. It's uh, and I and I and I hope you're there. And and you say you you plan to be there, right? Something
5: that I'm gonna start. I'm gonna finish.
1: Uh, say that again, because we didn't quite something get all. Something
5: I'm gonna start. I'm going to finish it.
1: S- something she's gonna start. She's gonna finish it. That's right. I like that. Those like those that. are. That's very wise. Right. How old are you? Fifteen. 15 going on 35. Yeah,
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the
1: essence of girl power. That is the girl power. Hey, let's hear it for girl power.
0: Girl power. Woo! Well,
1: oh, we got somebody celebrating a birthday. Yeah. Get over wow. to the microphone. Get over there. and she still got her gloves on. Uh, what uh, are you afraid something in here is uh, too dirty for you down here in the, in the in the health fair? No. Step right up to the microphone. Just, just get right oh, up there. Okay. What's your name? Simone. Simone. Yeah. H- how old are you today?
5: Seventeen.
1: All right. We've got. Well, who's uh, who's the youngest here? No, Angel. Yeah. Angel's not here. Yeah. All right. So, what do you besides planting a garden? What are you going to do to celebrate your seventeenth birthday?
5: Um, go downtown Chicago with some friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Where are you going to go? Probably Navy Pier or ESPN Zone.
1: Nice. That sounds like fun. See, but you've earned it. Yeah. Because you did the hard work in the morning. Mm -hmm. You've earned it. Uh, Do we, uh, all right, I don't think we're, we're not going to sing happy birthday because I I don't want to pay for the royalties on that. But uh, (sighs) I want a one, two, three, and then everybody says happy birthday, Simone. You ready? One, two, three.
6: Happy
5: birthday, Simone. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: All right. Let's get back to De Thomas. Uh, dr- what? Oh, okay. Ivonda uh, Thomas, City of Evanston, Director of Health, uh, Director of the Department of Health. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, and it's nice to see so many people here and and all these different booths. And yeah, uh, I, I like the idea that you're giving folks a chance to uh, to get healthier. You know, yes. because the first step, obviously, you got to find out what's wrong, and yes. you've got various. Uh, uh, places here where you can get screenings of of different kinds, he- different health screenings, uh, and as uh, and a- when's the yoga? Oh, I guess I missed that. That was earlier. Um, yeah. Oh well, so much for my <laughs> yoga te- uh, technique today. Um, uh, tell me about um, health in the city of Evanston in regard to growing a garden here.
6: Sure. Um, as a health department, we are charged with doing an assessment. Um, of resources that we have in Evanston. And a part of that assessment is to assess if there's an ability for people to access uh, healthy foods like fruits and vegetables. So a garden allows a community to invest in their ability to access those resources. And so I really um, compliment the young people um, in taking the initiative to support this uh, garden to assure that they themselves have access to uh, healthy fruits and vegetables.
1: All right. Evanston is obviously a suburb. Uh, people think of the suburbs and they think, well, they, they, there's going to be more access to fresh fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be food insecurity. Uh, what do you find in the city of Evanston?
6: I think that we can do better in making sure that the resources are available for all. Um, and in some areas, it's unfortunate that um, some parts of our community do not have access to fresh fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. And we know as uh, health leaders that uh, health is uh, really comprehensive. It's just not the absence of disease, but it's the maintaining of the whole body. And so, unfortunately, as resource-rich as we are in Evanston, there are points of um, poor access for some of our families and some...
1: Do do, do you see a divide in the city of Evanston? I would think, because I know that there are are sections of Evanston that are are fairly poor, and then there are sections that are extremely wealthy. Yes. Um, You know, is it an oil and water kind of thing?
6: Um, Well, I mean, the reality is Evanston is like any other community. Um, uh, We're not, it's not unique that in a community you may have an area where there's uh, more resources. And that's why we're being intentional about uh, making resources available to those who may have different challenges to access those resources. And when I say different challenges, it could be um, that there's not enough uh, commodity in one area, there may be uh, transportation issues in one area, Um, and then to knowledge and awareness. Um, Unfortunately, all of us don't recognize how important uh, fresh fruits and vegetables are because maybe. Uh, that's not what was available in our households, or maybe it wasn't available in our neighborhoods and well, so, Well, I, I
1: think you've hit on a really good point there. I mean, even in my own house, growing up uh, in the suburbs of Detroit, yes. uh, my parents were not that, you know, I've talked about this before. Anytime I had broccoli, it was mush. Yeah. You know, that's, that's <laughs> not yes. the way to eat broccoli. Yes. Exactly.
6: You know? Exactly. And, and you raise a point. I mean, even if we have access to fresh fruits and vegetables, some of us don't realize how to prepare them. Yeah. Um, or um, the, the importance of consuming them. And so I think the garden gives us an opportunity to see uh, the product before it's cooked, you know, or the nutrients are destroyed or Well, and that's out. another
1: thing. Okay, let's, let's also take broccoli as an example. Sure. And, um, when do you harvest it? You know, I, I've had friends of mine who would call me and say, um, I, don't, I don't know when I'm supposed to pick my broccoli. Right. You know, and, and sometimes it's kind of obvious. With broccoli, it's, well, if it's flowering, you mm-hmm. missed it. You know, yeah. you miss the opportunity. But yes. how do you know? Is it when it's too early and when it's too late? But those, you, that learning experience in the garden it is going to teach. Awareness. It creates Correct. an awareness, mm-hmm. awareness which is going to follow you into the kitchen.
6: Yes, yes.
1: And, and teach you how to how to prepare yes. properly. Yes.
6: And you know what? My hope is that the youth that experience planting the seeds and watching them grow and nurturing them by pulling the weeds, et cetera, will see that and have that awareness and then take that home to their adult parents who may not know, and share that with um, generations to come. So, again, the garden, um, it teaches uh, some level of discipline, but it creates that simple awareness that I think some of us may have missed. And when I say some of us, because if you didn't grow up on a farm, you might not have that
1: exposure. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to grow Every vegetable out there, yes. and every time I try something new, I learn something new yes. about it. And 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 the thing you discover is that there's a lot of similarities in that. But you have to you have to put the seed in the ground first. Yes. and yes. and you have to actually take it through that process, figuring out when it's mature, figuring out when to harvest, figuring out what kind of soil, what kind of sun, yes. all of that. it's, yes. it's all very very How important. How much
6: water? Um, when to water? Um, when to till and when to remove from the ground and then how to prepare and how to consume it properly so that the body gets the um, optimal level of nutrients from the product. So I, I really appreciate uh, the youth taking on this initiative and this challenge so, that, so it does create that uh, heightened awareness.
1: Well, before I let you go, any yes. other um, uh, initiatives that uh, the health department in the city of uh, Evanston is uh, is working on now?
7: Sure.
6: One um, great initiative that uh, our city council has put a stamp of approval on is the creation of a community health center, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a private-public partnership. I mean, we do have um, two phenomenal hospitals in our district and a, a robust health department, and this time we're going to intentionally collaborate to create um, better access um Uh, for uh, medical care for uh, Evanston residents. And so that's the hot topic. The hot topic? The hot topic of the day is the creation of this private-public partnership and creating this health center for Evanston.
1: And does any of this uh, tie in to uh, the new uh, insurance law, uh, the health insurance reform? Sure, it's a perfect time.
6: Oh, it's it's, it's an excellent timing. Um, With the um, signing of the... uh, health reform bill. It allows hospitals to access... I guess we
1: don't call it health reform anymore. It's, it's it, it turned into insurance reform somewhere along the line, which you know, makes me a little crazy, but uh, because it really in some ways didn't. But go back to how that's that's helping. Yeah,
6: it it allows us to access and leverage uh, dollars that before we weren't able to access. And it it, it helps us to frame um, the importance of having um, health coverage for all and Mm -hmm. not just for some. And so it allows um, the city to uh, access different dollars that we weren't able to access before.
1: That's got, you guys have to be ha- happy about that.
6: Excited, ecstatic. <laughs> so it's a great time, a great time. And, you know, I just really appreciate uh, working uh, with my community partners. I really appreciate working with Family Focus. We have partnered on several initiatives. But I, I appreciate that we come to the table and we create a strategy to create a healthy Evanston for all.
1: All right, before you go, that is the biggest honking ring I've ever seen in my, my life. This is my amberstone. And uh, KK, we everybody, everybody get a look at this ring. Have you ever seen a ring, ring this big in your whole life? Now, if you waved your hand and you accidentally hit me, I'm out like a light. Okay. So don't But you do know the, what?
6: As a nurse, I would also restore and heal you as well. <laughs>
1: That's a great note to go out on. Well, thank uh, you so much. thank you much, Ivonda uh, uh, Thomas, uh, yes. Director of the Department of Health, City of Everson. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure. For, for Thank you so much. And, I, and I'm sure glad that uh, everybody's out here. And, yes. and I look out and everybody is uh, doing their thing. They're not paying any attention to me, which is fine <laughs> because they're here for the health fair. And yes. uh, we're done with the, the planting of the garden upstairs, at least for now. Uh, uh, Dorothy, did you want to get a, a word in about that? I'm going to let you go, Evanda. Thank you so much. Hold on. Let's get that mic on. All right. And talk right in. We need to get you right up on that, Evanda, or or Dorothy, rather. Don't be afraid.
2: Thank you. We've um, completed the first phase of the garden, and that was um, the girls were involved in um, um, preparing the garden for planting. Now, the most important um, thing is that next week, they will begin their classes on how to become a good gardener. And they're going to talk about preparing the site, which we've done today. We still have some more things it's to do. It's kind of a little
1: backwards, though. They're going to learn about preparing the site after they've prepared the no, site.
2: No, let me finish. But there's some things that are left to do to prepare the site. All right.
1: Because the rain,
2: you know, interrupted. That's true. That's true. And uh, how to prepare the soil. And then we're gonna, um, what we're going to grow, how we will grow it and on the principles of organic gardening, which you are an expert on, and the calendar for planting and harvesting, how do we care for the garden, why garden organically, introducing more vegetables into your diet, garden design on the computer, and pest weed control, And preparing for market, because we're going to prepare our products for the West End um, farmer's market.
1: You know, and and we're going to talk about uh, the West End uh, farmer's market. We need to to get uh, that information. I have a a lot more people to get in here. You, You were just listening to Dorothy Williams, who's the executive director. Uh, family Focus, our place. And when we come back, oh, bye bye, let me ask one quick question. You had a master gardener out there. Who was your master gardener?
2: Okay, our master gardener for the day, we have a number of master gardens, was um, George Lytle, who is um, known throughout Evanston, who helped the kids today uh, to prepare the garden. And then we'll have another in- person that will be providing an instruction for the classroom. But the two will be working together.
1: Another Master Gardener that right, you bring in. a in. collaborative manner. You know, and that's through uh, Illinois Extension. I'm a Master Gardener, and they provide such great service. Um, and, and it's all volunteer, and that's why you have to love the uh, Master Gardeners of uh Illinois Extension, so uh, uh, I want to send a shout out to them. Okay, we're, we're going to break. We're going to come back. I want to talk to <laughs> Marsha and yeah, and Pat. Uh, we're going to, Pat Vance and Marsha, about, about CETA because the, they're one of the huge sponsors here. And Marsha's looking a little drenched at the moment, but uh, that's okay. She was working, she was out there doing it. I want to see those tennis shoes. All right, we will be back at uh, our community garden. From uh Family Focus Our Place, 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston in just a couple of minutes. Everybody stay tuned. Woo! <laughs> there at family focus our place 2010 dewey avenue in evanston you can still come out there's free health screenings you're, there are some services that are being offered here at prices you're not going to get uh at any other time uh so come out there's health education fitness programs medication management nutrition workshops healthy cooking Again, it's at 2010 Dewey Avenue in the city of Evanston, and uh, we're we're on the air till one o'clock this afternoon. And right now, and by the way, I'm Mike Novak. Uh, I have a show on uh, Sunday morning on Self Help Sunday, uh, eight to ten. The Mike Novak Show. We will be back tomorrow morning, um, and uh, Mighty House follows us at 10 a.m. So I hope you tune in every Sunday morning on Chicago's Progressive Talk AM and FM. Right now I've got Pat Vance, who's the director of CETA, Neighbors at Work. How are you doing?
8: Great. How are you, Mike?
1: Good. And uh, that's, this is the, the Evanston uh, version of CETA, right?
8: Well, we're the Evanston part of CETA. In fact, we said we're the north suburban part of CETA because CETA expands all across suburban Cook County and the city, and the city of Chicago. So this office serves all of North Suburban
1: Cook County. All right. Uh, just, oh, and, and it's based here and serves all. It's and, and based and of course you're, in Evanston. And your base, uh, CETA, is, is is strictly a Cook County organization.
8: CETA's major focus is Cook County. That's correct.
1: All right Now, so you got a lot of territory to cover here. Uh, Evanston's yes, just part of it. But, but Evanston's a huge part of it, obviously. Evanston
8: is a very huge part of our geographical area. And, in fact, The CETA office actually got started from here in Evanston from a need and became a part of the CETA organization early on in its beginning. Mm
9: -hmm.
1: So
8: Evanston is a very crucial part of our service network.
1: So how did you get involved um, with the Family Focus?
8: Well, one of the things I should say, uh, I have been with CETA for 32 years. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So I started in grad school, grad school. No, (laughs) no, you started when
1: you were four years old, right? Right, right,
8: So we have always, one of the things that I treasure most about Evanston is the fact that organizations within Evanston work with each other. Mm-hmm. And it keeps in turns with our CETA mission, which is to partner with the community and others to make sure that we work with our families and individuals because we truly care about that. And we understand that in order to achieve things, you must work with different organizations. So we're really glad to work with Family Focus on this initiative, but we're working with them on several initiatives including uh, our self-employment training program where we're helping people to start their own businesses. So we're also, that's another partnership. Well, all right, New let's stop by.
1: right there. How do you do that? I mean, people come to you and say, I want to start a business.
8: Well, we do, there is an intake process that we do. Uh, everything's based upon income. Uh, we do have a basic questionnaire that we ask. Well, all right, again, let's, mm. let me
1: stop again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you say yes, everything's sir. based on income, mm-hmm. meaning you have to be a certain—you
8: must meet 200% poverty guidelines okay. or less. Uh, one of the things—I'm not quite
1: there. Uh-huh. I do work in radio. There's okay. not a lot of money here, right. but uh, you know, well, what but I don't say, quite make that. Well, what we say we're talking
8: about—if you're talking about a family of two. We're talking about probably about twenty thousand dollars a year's family income that they uh, can make. So we do everything that is based upon income because that's one of the the basis of community action programs. It's all centered around income and moving people from poverty to self sufficiency. All
1: right. Let's say you have somebody like that in that family two and they're making twenty thousand twenty thousand dollars is not a lot of money. That's right. I mean it it it. it you know, it's scary. Right, it's scary and we're, and we're talking money.
8: about 200% now, realizing that prior to the American Recovery Reinvestment Act, most programs were operating at like 100 125%. Mm-hmm. So it's it significantly raised that bar that we can be able to reach out to more people, because it is not a lot of money.
1: Yeah. It's uh, definitely plus, not. But if somebody comes to you like that and mm-hmm. says, I, I want to start a business, um, I would think in the normal work world, in the world of trying to get a loan or something like that, they're they're not even going to be let in the door. uh, First of all,
8: the, the whole concept is that you just don't start with somebody giving you money. You have to start with some of the basics, in terms of coming up with the concept, how to write that business plan, and as a part of our program, we actually have put in place that we can actually do many loan grants to help them in the establishment so, of that business. So
1: you help them write a business plan, and I imagine Absolutely. that that whoever comes in has to show initiative. They have to. They, they, have, they to, have to have a good idea. for Right, a and it
8: is actually a very intensive 12-week course that's done. And the initial part, and then additional twelve weeks. So it has to be a commitment.
1: Well, what if somebody's them. already working full time and they want to take this twelve-week course? It's in the evening. So, okay. All right. so, so they get to, in, in essence, do two jobs. That's right. Uh, for twelve weeks, even though they're only m- might be making twenty thousand dollars a year right. and raising a family. Absolutely.
9: Yikes. Absolutely.
1: That's- because
8: we did consider the fact that so I they're in the evening time. Uh huh. So wow.
1: Yes. All right. Uh, and I interrupted you. You were talking about some of the other things that you're doing, but, but I was just fascinated right, by the whole that, concept right. of getting somebody started, on a, a, a the, getting their own business when right. they have very little to right. start with.
8: Right. But you'd be amazed because one of the things that um, we do know that we, especially when we go back and look at the time when we went from the welfare to work, uh, some things people can do like in-home daycare. We, in fact there was one particular client we did help she was set up the daycare in her home and from that has progressed forward. But uh, in terms of family focus and this urban the gardening concept, we're very pleased to uh, work and do that. But we're also working with uh, ECDC and Buku who's doing a gardening and we're doing what's called the OJT for a
1: different OJT.
8: On the job yeah, you know, training. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the job training. You got, you got to speak in English. Right. You're going, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Buku and J- whatever. That's the name of
8: the organization. I is know. Buku, right. Yeah. Right. But we're working with them also. But I also wanted to p- do a plug-in for the West End Market, which also opened today, and it's open until 830. And that West End Market is at... Church and Dodge in Evanston.
1: All right, I'm, so, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. gonna jot that right. down so West I have it. Because uh, Debbie Hillman, who's here, here, also said, Yeah, you got to get in plugged for the West End market. Right, we definitely Tell me what,
8: plug in the West End market. What
1: goes on at the West End market?
8: At the West End market, uh, it was the concept that we have uh, farmers and there's vendors also who's selling their wares. And people can not because right with one time we have a farmers market that's in downtown Evanston and on Wednesdays there's one in Ridgeville and so on Saturdays too, now in the west part of Evanston there's the West End market. So people can come in their neighborhood and say Alderman Holmes is very uh, instrumental too in working with West End Market. I know so you were sh- I tried, tried, you could
1: shout you can try to, to get her a Trying attention, to say, shout her Alderman right at, right, Holmes.
8: Alderman Holmes <laughs> with the West End Market.
1: <laughs> she's busy. Right. She's she's over there talking to right. Debbie Hillman. Um, and and it, is it is, is it a typical farmers market? You got a little more going on or is it just,
8: at that at the market it's still a little bit more going on because it also offers vendors um, What's the smaller vendors an opportunity if they have like um, crochet items or different other things, jewelry. Mm -hmm. So it's a different type of market, too, that allows for economic development, not just around the food, but other uh, areas, too.
1: So, it it, it, again, it's at uh, Church and where where did you say?
8: It's the uh, West End Market is at Church and Dodge. And it, the market goes until 3.30 uh, today. Uh, is Aud- it just
1: open on Saturdays? Yes, it is. Alderman Holmes, we to talk about the oh, market. Oh, look, it, Alderman Holmes just happened to show up. <laughs> Dolores Holmes. I don't, how, what a coincidence that you just happened to walk back over to the table to talk about the West End Market.
4: Well, that's because we have all these wonderful things in the Fifth Ward. <laughs> and the West End Market, is. Uh, this is our third year. And the whole idea um, is that we have... Actually, uh, on the west side of Evanston, we have no grocery stores. We have no, you know, there's some little small convenience stores, but we wanted to bring some fresh uh, vegetables and fruits to the west side of Evanston. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in cooperation with the um, Evanston Evanston Township High School and uh, Evanston Community Development Corporation, which runs the market, we've been able to do that. And uh, the high school has dedicated some land which is one block south of the market where the students have planted all kinds of vegetables and herbs and things that will be sold at the market it will take uh, we're waiting for that to come in will be a couple more weeks before those things are ready and
1: that which uh, that which high school is that evanston township high school right and that's their their edible acre pilot it, project
4: absolutely and those things will be sold at the west end market which is located at church and dodge and runs from 8 30 to 3 30 every saturday up until october 31st
1: till october 31st so obviously people can stop by there today which if- they
4: would would stop by and there are a lot of vendors and they have some live entertainment <laughs> and and some
1: good vegetables well yeah and I mean, wonderful strawberries. I would think so. It's a farmer's market, right? That's, well, we don't
4: call it a farmer's market. We call it the Western market because it has much more than produce and uh, fruit. Ah,
1: okay. Well, then I will, be, I will honor that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, West End Market at Church and Dodge, it's 8.30 to 3.30 p.m. until October...
4: Well, the end of October. I, I said the 31st. I can't remember the exact date.
1: Yeah, what, whatever that last Saturday like whatever is. Whatever
4: that last Saturday is, yes.
1: and it's And it's on Saturdays. You need to stop by. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Dolores Holmes. Fifth Ward Alderman, you can... Go back to whatever you were doing thank now. Thank you. I'm so sorry I interrupted. Uh, Not a and uh, Pat Vance uh, from CETA, Neighbors at Work Here at Evanston, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, when we come back after the uh, news, we are going to announce the winners of our essay contest. We have them, I understand, in the house. Uh, this is our community garden from Family Focus, our place in Evanston, and we will be back after CNN News. I'm Mike Novak.
7: Only
3: getting better. I'm doing all right. getting
0: Welcome to a special live broadcast of the Mike Novak Show. Today, Mike will be on location from Family Focus in Evanston to celebrate their new community garden. Our Community Garden is sponsored by CETA, the nation's largest community action agency that helps more than 375,000 individuals annually to engage in healthy and sustainable lifestyles. And by Family Focus, an organization that promotes the well-being of children by strengthening families and their communities. Also sponsored in part by Consolidated Printing, pioneering the green revolution in printing since 1973. And now live from Family Focus in Evanston, it's the Mike Novak Show. Woo! Woo!
1: there's there's a lot of people here and they're all engaging in healthful activities oh look at everybody's changed clothes the the, the girls have uh, gotten rid of the uh, the the dirty gloves and uh the hat well some of the hats are still here but uh In a second, we are going to announce the uh, winners of the essay contest here at uh, our community garden. Uh, And we're at Family Focus Our Place, 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston. A live broadcast, special broadcast of the Mike Novak Show. I hope you tune in tomorrow at 8 a.m. I'll be back. And as a matter of fact, uh, part of what we're doing with CETA is also my backyard garden, keeping it fresh. Um, we were going to announce those winners tomorrow, but you know what? We're going we're gonna to tease that for another week and announce the winners of the other contest, My Backyard Garden, Keeping It Fresh. Uh, they will be on the 13th of uh, June, so um, stick around for that. Right now, uh, sitting next to me, and you will need to talk right into the microphone, Trevon Cheek, who's with the CETA Head Start. Um, is it right here out of Family Focus?
10: Well, no, we um, offer Head Start services out of the school district 65 in Evanston. All right. But also we provide Head Start and early Head Start for all of suburban Cook County, all the way from Evanston to Ford Heights to Palatine to Maywood. Oh, my goodness, you're busy. All of suburban Cook County, 2,877 children.
1: That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, one of the things I've been told, Trevon, is that You're doing some really interesting stuff with kids in terms of nutrition.
10: We do. Nutrition is a big focus of Head Start because we know that if children are not well-nourished, they won't learn as well. Mm -hmm. So each week we have um, nutrition activities in all of our classrooms. The children have food activities where they learn to prepare um, healthy food, snacks, as well as learn to make healthy food choices. Mm -hmm. So that activity occurs every week in all of our Head Start classrooms.
1: Well, And and so give me an example. How how do you teach a child to make a healthy food choice? Because they are obviously somewhat at the mercy of their parents.
10: They are. Well, you know, um, we have activities such as I'm moving, I'm learning, where they learn short jingles that help them select um, peanut butter over candy, for example. Can you give me a jingle? I can't give you a jingle. Why not? (laughs) I want you to do a jingle for me. I can't give you a jingle, but I can tell you all about it. I can't give you a jingle, though. All right. And also in the classrooms, they um, are allowed to serve themselves family style with each meal. For our Head Start program and then there are activities where they might prepare a celery stick with peanut butter on it or Mm -hmm. those kinds of things so they learn how to do those things in the classroom and from that can encourage their parents to also purchase some of those things.
1: Now how long have you been doing this and have you seen any effect?
10: Um, Head Start has been in existence since 1965. I've been with Head Start since 1990, and each year we measure nutrition outcomes. We weigh and measure the children at the beginning of the year, and we weigh and measure children at the end of the year so that we can see and plot their growth. Mm-hmm. So we do see outcomes from those types of things, and we also see parents learning to make healthy food choices
1: also. Uh, and, and and it's got to be interesting when, when a child goes home and tells their parent, I want this, instead, I was, I, I was taught today that this is better for me.
10: Absolutely, it is interesting. And I think the other interesting piece is that there are areas where we have lots of food choices in terms of grocery stores, farmers, markets, and there are other areas that are like food deserts, where mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of choices for families to go to to get healthy foods. So one of the things that Head Start tries to do is to impact on that in the
1: community. Uh, do you ever get blowback from uh, parents? Do you get pushback?
10: Well, you know what? We're, we learn to t- understand parents' questions and answer them. And so, and so, so you can
1: interpret now at a point when, when they they come in and they seem a little confused because they, they don't know what you're doing and they don't know why their kid is saying this.
10: Head Start is about parents as well as children. We educate the children. We also educate and inform the parents. So any questions that, th- that they ask, about anything that we do, we're prepared to answer and guide them, from where they are to um, some choices and some answers that would be more beneficial to their family.
1: Well, thank you so much, Trevanti. You're welcome. Uh, with CETA Head Start, and thank you. Uh, you know, let's let's move forward. Let's let's That's let's go for the peanut butter. And, Absolutely. And I'm, just
11: so, I'm so <laughs> Absolutely. sad you can't sing
1: me a jingle. No, I, no I, I hear the jingle. No jingle. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get this microphone uh, back over to Dorothy because we have got our teenagers here. And uh, we, we talked about the, uh, the contest you had. Tell me about uh, the contest that you did, the, the essay contest.
2: Well, the essay... Am I on?
1: Yeah, you're on. Just the essay right
2: contest was uh, conducted by Miss Joanne Avery, who is one of the uh, coordinators for our um, Delta um, Academy. And the girls that come, not only are they involved in writing essays but they're also involved in regular journaling. And I, before I start, I'd like to say that um, CETA had these journals printed for each of the girls. They're engraved, our community garden, Cita the neighbors at work and family focus. Part of their um, gardening experience would be to record how they feel and what they did on a daily basis in the garden. So we read the essays, all of them were great. All of them were great. But there were three that were wonderful. And uh, I'm going to give you the honor of Of announcing the winners. All
1: right. I I, I don't need that, Mike. I've got one here. (laughs) All right. These are the uh, winners of our essay contest. Uh, And this person has already been on my show. Uh, Simone Teemer, who's 17. And it's her birthday. Uh, A senior at Evanston Township High School. Simone has been a part of uh, Delta Academy since the seventh grade. She enjoys badminton and helping others when she graduates. She wants to attend Southern Illinois University and major in social work. Let's uh, have a couple of words. Uh, Tell me about your essay. Yeah, come on, let's hear it for Simone.
8: Simone!
1: Uh, and she's actually got a copy of it you can, okay. you, can you can perform a little bit of it okay
5: one. Um, I said it's the community garden it's very important to have a community garden because the community will have somewhere to plant flowers food and trees I think it is very it will help a lot of families by providing fresh fruit and vegetables not only fresh but free too a community garden will also save families who and who are starving a lot of money and will leave their stomachs full in and well, they will not go hungry. So I think having a community garden will help everyone in
1: the community. There you go. Simone Teemer, congratulations. And She's
2: our third place winner. She's our
1: third. Now, Second what, 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 place do, what winner. does she get for? Uh, 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 for each be-
2: winner will get a gift certificate and an undisclosed amount. <laughs> and the first undisclosed, place winner- Undisclosed. <laughs> you will never
1: know what the amount is. They will never tell you.
2: The first place winner is going to get their own Personalized box. Box? You
1: know a box?
3: Raised,
0: a
2: raised garden. Raised, raised, raised garden. I'm sorry. Your raised well, garden. It's kind of a box there, yes. Yeah, with box, a, you know, the raised it's garden. A is box out box with there. vegetables the first in it and soil. will have their own raised garden and a beautiful box and will have your name on
1: it. Uh huh. All right. Here is the second place winner, also a veteran of the Mike Novak show, Latrice Kennedy. Um. Congratulations! We're going to get you a mic. Uh, she's 15 and is a ju- yeah. Can we have a little more applause, please? Yay! There we go. A junior at Evanston Township High School, Latrice has been part of Delta Academy since the sixth grade. She enjoys tutoring in her Japanese class. Can say something in Japanese to me?
5: Hajime <laughs> masu.
1: And that you just told me to go how- where? Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it's how are you doing?
1: That's good. Are you uh, How good are you, Japanese, right now?
5: Um, well, I just started this year.
1: Oh, Okay. Next year, she hopes to travel to Japan on an exchange program, also enjoys her culinary class preparing yummy dishes. Give us a little bit of, oh, I've got your, uh, this is yours. Give us your essay here.
5: Um, okay. I said it's important to have a community garden in our neighborhood because many people in the community want to contribute toward the world have something to do with do on their extra time, and have a, having a garden is a good idea. Another reason for having a garden um, is because people want the environment that they live in to have something where you can go that you don't have to pay for, and helping the environment as well. Having a garden would be good. I don't exactly know what they will do with the vegetables, but they can give them to ones in need for them, which will look good on the community. Letting people participate in activities with the community make us look good and gives people something to work with on their spare time. Having got a garden is just right for people who would like to help in the environment and care for the community. It is not like no one would want to help in, with the garden because there are many volunteers around our area.
1: All right. That's Latrice, and that's the essay that won her second Place and now the first place winner of the essay contest, Alexis Lowe. Alexis is 15, a sophomore at Evanston Township High School. Alexis has been in Delta Academy since fifth grade. Alexis is a member of the Evanston Township Wild Kit cheerleading squad. She wants to attend UCLA and major in business law. And when you graduate, you can become my business manager. She enjoys cheerleading. She says it's her life for now. Here is, do you remember uh, writing this at all? You got to put the microphone right up to your mouth.
5: Okay, Okay. community garden. It is important to have a community garden because I can help in many ways. Having a community garden means many things. It can mean that the community is creative and bright. Also, it can mean that the community is getting help to express themselves and be able to do things. This garden can give students something to do besides hanging in the streets all the time. Kids can actually do something meaningful and helpful. If we had a garden in our community by my school and everybody had to participate all around to make it. I believe it will help, I believe it will help us older kids a lot and will keep a couple of us off the streets. People may feel like it's useless, but they will learn to like it and appreciate it. My grandma made a garden when she was alive. The garden was for all the kids in the neighborhood. They only had to they only had to help if they wanted to but since my grandma was such a nice and old sweet lady, she almost had the whole community helping with her and watching the kids do it meant a lot to me because they all had smiles on their faces. This is something I believe personally that would help. I have planted myself before and it felt great and I planted here at Family Focus in fifth grade. It was a great experience. That's why I feel people should always plant gardens in
1: communities. All right. Yay. Sounds like your grandma was a was a really cool person. Yeah? What? Yeah. And uh, and congratulations to all of you. And and I and I want to say y'all clean up real nice, Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm glad that you got. Are you guys going to go on your? And look, the sun's starting to come out now, so you can go out and look at your garden and see and see what you've planted. And congratulations uh, to to all of you. And I, and I'm glad you're here today. And and especially to uh, the winners, that would be uh, Simone Teamer, Latrice Kennedy, and Alexis Lowe. Congratulations to you. Thank you. All right. What we're going to do is, uh, is take a little break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going out into the health fair and I think I'm going to get my back examined. Maybe, maybe I'll get my head examined as well. Maybe that's a possibility. But, uh, uh, let's hear it. We are live from our community garden at Family Focus, our place, 2010 Dewey Avenue in Evanston. Stop on by. We're here till one o'clock with the Mike Novak show. Did not even hold up the applause sign at all. I just waved my
12: arms a little bit.
1: This is Mike Novak, and uh, we're at Family Focus in Evanston at the health fair and the community garden, and we're having a great time. I'm standing in front of all these tables with services that you can get uh, today, uh, and at uh, now is everything free here today, or just reduced prices? How does it all work? It this is all free? So. You know, if you're in the neighborhood, you should stop by. You still got a few more minutes. All right, you got a raffle. I'm supposed to draw these uh, the names out of it because they have a free raffle and we're giving away some prizes here. All right, winner number one. Oh, I got to announce the numbers. All right, I hope they're here. This is great radio. Nine seven zero four five one six. Are you all looking at your tickets? This may take a while. Oh, look at it. It's the guy from Dominic's with the white lab coat. Look at this. All right, sir. What, what's he getting? He's getting the ballroom dancing? You got ballroom. You look like you need to. Uh, he's got it. A... It's Erwin Dorfman. He says he's. we got to get him a woman. Uh, it, there's, there's, a, there's a song that, that goes like that. All right. Let me take uh, the second uh, raffle winner here. It is keep your coupons handy. Nine seven zero four five two nine. And who's what? What? Oh, it's it's one of our girls of uh, gardeners here. What's your name? Kayla. Kayla, you're getting uh, a personalized exercise routine, figure analysis, e- equipment recommendation, exercise in home, and goal setting. There you go. All right. The see, it, it's a health fair. This is what happens. All right. Finally, last but not least, our winner is nine seven zero four four eight. Four. and everybody's looking at their tickets. There you are. Look. All right. What's your name? Julie. Julie you got yourself a three-month family membership at the YW or YMCA. Thank you. All right. Fabulous. All right. There's your tickets. Uh, okay. I'm, as I said, I'm out on the floor here, and I'm and, and I'm at the booth with uh, Dr. Nicholas Mendez, Complete Chiropractic and Rehab. How you doing? So come on. Uh, and, Get close because we only got one mic. All right. All right. All right. Um, and um, what have you been doing here?
13: We've just been checking everybody's posture. Okay. We're just
1: checking my posture. Yep,
13: to see if there's any, 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 any type of red flags that can indicate some type of spinal, spinal injuries.
1: All righty. We're, okay. How do I do this? Okay, so you can check scale. I, there's two scales here. I'm putting one foot on each scale.
13: Okay,
1: look, ahead. look. Okay. Stand okay. straight ahead. All
13: right.
1: All right. Checking the levels of my shoulders. So super even. Uh, it's even. That's good. All right. So you're not a crooked man. I, well, I'm a twisted man, but that's a different story. All right.
13: And then I check which side you weight bearing heavier on.
1: Oh, you're 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 checking which side I'm bearing my weight on? Yep, exactly. Oh. And uh, now most people? Your right. On my right side.
13: Yeah, you're standing ten pounds heavier on your right compared to your left. Oh my goodness.
1: I'm hoping, folks. My, uh, Mike McCarthy, could could you could you hear that over there?
13: All right, all right. Okay. He's telling me that. Uh, say that again. That essentially, what you're doing is you're weight bearing heavy on one side compared to the other. So that tells me that your hip is dropped on one side.
1: I'm 10 pounds heavier on my right side. Now, see, and I work for a lefty radio station. That does not make any sense. No, exactly. This is so, Can I can I start to? Le- what happens if I? You know, if you see, you find somebody like that and you tell them that, and they start leaning to the left, is that good or bad? Well, they're trying to cheat. You know, you can't cheat. Well, so what do I do to, to fix this? Or is this just a natural way you do that? The
13: thing to do, if, if, if it's situations like that, and if you're one or two pounds heavier on one side, is to come in for a more detailed exam, okay? All right. And, and what we have offered is a complete neurological exam, an orthopedic exam, a neck, a, a picture of your neck and of your low back, okay? And then a report of findings, which normally costs $610 in the office, is only $20 to get checked out in the office. For how long? Just for one day. Wait, wait. So, you're
1: you're just. You're, why are you offering this uh, great deal?
13: Uh, just to just to really just get the name out in the in the, in the community and, and just aware everybody about chiropractic and the benefits of chiropractic care. So just it's it's purely it's just offer of education, just to get our name out, just to promote the business. Now
1: I have to admit I've never seen this technique before with the two scales and and putting the, yep. splitting the way. Do a lot of people do this or just you?
13: Um, other chiropractors do it as well. Yeah. You know, it seems to be. A, Least cost-effective way to educate the patients, as mm-hmm. opposed to bringing a complete neurological e- equipment out here, which costs thousands of dollars. You know, just to take- so
1: this is the down and dirty version of this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <a problem. laughs> so, All right. What else are you? Uh, does that tell you? Is that is that basically what you're doing here? So that's it. So I'm 10 pounds heavier on my right side.
13: To come in for, for a complete neurological exam orthopedic exam, x-rays, for a $20 value.
1: You sure I just can't lean to the left a little more? I mean, I could, I could cheat it, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah. I could, I could, but... Uh, you can
13: cheat the scale, but you can't cheat your health.
1: Whoa, I like that. You can cheat the scale, but you can't cheat your health. All right, it's Dr. Nicholas Mendez, complete chiropractic and uh, rehab. Uh, what's your
13: address? Okay, we're located um, off of Gulf and Crawford, okay? And we're. Um, it's, it's right next to the Emerson Floors. Can hear it better? You're fine. Too. Okay. So, yeah, we're, lo- we're actually located next to the Evanston, Florida, uh, off the corner of Gulf and Crawford. Okay. And it's 2103 Crawford Avenue in Evanston. And our phone number is 847 332 2225 if you have any questions. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Thank you for the uh, the test. I, I'm not sure I wanted to know that, but uh, now, but you're right. Now, it's the first step towards uh, getting stuff fixed. Let's get the uh, accelerator to the ball. Let's get the accelerated people over here because they came by and said hey you got to see what we're up to uh, and uh, you are sir? I'm Rich Pelosi. You're the guy with the card here yes, and uh, tell me about accelerated rehabilitation centers.
12: We have um, over 80 facilities listed throughout the Chicagoland area. We provide um, physical therapy and occupational therapy and we specialize in a number of different things We do free musculoskeletal screenings. If you call any one of our facilities, you can come in for a complimentary injury screen. We can let you know how we can help you and refer you to an appropriate physician to hopefully come back. Uh,
1: And you're offering,
12: you have a special offer. Our special offer today is we were doing injury screens here, but our special offer is to come into any one of our facilities and have a free injury screen. At any time you can call our central scheduling, call our clinics directly, and we can take care of you. I got a little
1: rotator cuff problem. I don't. I don't suppose that's the kind of thing you handle.
12: That's most definitely the kind of things we handle. Oh, really? Yes.
1: So you do sports injuries as well.
12: We do sports injuries, pre-operative, post-operative, and um, gait assessments. I mean, anything from the foot and ankle all the way up to the, wow. the jaw and the TMJ joint.
1: All right. Give me your location again, and uh, you got a website.
12: You go to AcceleratedRehabilitation.com, and I'm listed at, in the Evanston facility at 1629 Chicago Avenue.
1: Fabulous. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, uh, Rich Colosi. Right? Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, man. I thank appreciate you. it. All right. We're on site here. I'll put this headset back on and uh, let's wander uh, back over to the table. Let's uh, let's get uh, some conversation. Yeah, I got to put the cord back so they don't end up tripping everybody in the place because a lot of them they're starting to pack up here now. Uh, because uh, actually, technically, the event goes till 12:30, even though uh, our broadcast goes a little longer. Um, and uh, I got a couple of familiar. F- oh my goodness! Oh, this is sad. Uh, give, give the that. The, you're not going to take a microphone? Come on, Ron Cowgill is in the house, and uh, what, what you heard the broadcast, and you decided you had to come by, right? You, you just can't stay away. He's the host of Mighty House on Sundays You see, and it gives me a chance to uh, to plug the shows. Uh, self, go ahead, come on. I'm, yeah, we are going to plug the show here. So. Okay. How are you? I was at the office working, and all
11: of a sudden I heard your voice. I thought, well, I'll take a long lunch and head over to see what Mike's up to. <laughs> working on Saturdays. That's right. I'm impressed. Now, now I'm, I'm assuming at some point you're going to cover canning and using ball and mason jars. Uh I'm not sure we I mean, you you got to have today no not
13: me <laughs> no, That's not this you. fall No
11: this fall will be cover canning Exactly then, right? we're going to we're, we're going to get to that eventually okay. I just remember being in the you know the the outdoor kitchen with my mom having to get out there and clean all the jars and cut everything up and put it in there I loved doing that Did you really No I hated it no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But it's what we had to do Yeah. That's what we had to do. And you were the kind of guy that said, yes, ma'am. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Because
11: otherwise my father was, you know, coming across with the the, the whip.
1: With the strap. That's right. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to do, you know, the belt. The belt. There's nothing scarier (laughs) in the world than, I'll give you something to cry about. (laughs) That's right.
11: (laughs) That's right. So.
1: Uh, Well, you know, parenting isn't uh, what
11: it used to be. No. Probably a good thing. Yeah, no, no longer. <laughs> the kids rule the house now. Uh, what's going on at Mighty House tomorrow? Um, we've got quite a bit of stuff. we got Artesia Home Visions coming in to talk about what they're doing. Um, we're actually going to be talking about trucks, too. You know, contractors and trucks. That really goes together pretty well. Well,
1: you know, so some, we've some, got of you, th- some of your best segments are when you when you do the auto thing. Yeah. So the new trucks that are coming and out. We they're are, fuel efficient, so... The other thing I was going to talk about is the ultimate garden or the ba- ultimate backyard makeover. Correct. We are now uh, closed for entries. Uh not.
11: No. M- nope. Not until tomorrow. Um, tomorrow at midnight so, they close. Oh, is that exactly? Yeah. Right? So you can still get your entries in. Okay. Well. So go if you've got sh- a beautiful backyard, take a picture of it
1: and send it in Chicago's Chicago'sProgressiveTalk.com. That's right. And starting on Monday, we got to wade through all those photos, don't yes. we? Yes.
11: Yeah. <laughs> I started it yesterday. There are a lot of them. But yeah. that's all right. You know, you, you've got a nasty backyard
1: or just one that needs cleaned up. That's right. And, that and needs you needs got to midnight on Sunday. Correct. See, I thought I'm, I had misheard. I thought they were they're closing it on Friday, but uh, no, a- that's good. According, according to Kevin, the boss. Kevin's the boss. Uh, the yeah. last email was, it ends... Tomorrow at midnight. Tomorrow at midnight. So folks right. can still enter the ultimate backyard makeover at Chicago's Progressive Talk. And Ron Cow- Cowgill from Mighty House and I uh, will look at these photos, and we're going to, uh, and with the staff and with the people who are involved in the contest, the contractors, right. come up with three finalists. finalists and then you're going to vote online at yes. Chicago's Progressive we Talk. Have,
11: we have no control over who wins it. It's going to be... You know, whoever puts the best campaign together wins. That's scary. Yes. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Just like wanted to stop by. Go, I, go get your 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 back checked. Out. I, I heard you're 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 heavy on the right.
1: Yes. That that that's scary. I, I, I know. Now, if you know me, I am so right-handed. I lean that way. It's, oh, really? Yeah. It's
11: not even. You know. So, it's. So does that mean I'll be heavy on the left since I'm left-handed? You
1: might be. I'm wondering, you know, that's go Go
11: talk to him and find out.
1: I'm going to ask the doc before he goes if that's typical, if left-handed people. uh, uh, Hey, Doc Mendez. (laughs) Hey, Doc. Doc Mendez. You get back to your show. I'll go ask him. I want to know. Yeah, you go ask him that. I wonder if that's typical. All right. uh, uh, On my left, well, uh, there goes Ron Calgill. Uh, And um, we have um, Judith Ray. Ross, uh, who's you're a CETA board member, I understand. Yes, yes. Uh, and just just pull yes, that right up there. There you okay. go. But you're probably going to know her more from the blog Judith's Java.
7: That's right.
1: On Chicago's Progressive Talk. Um, how do how do
7: the two mix? I don't know. Well, uh, I love Java. I. Became acquainted and met good people at WSCPT. They wanted a blogger. I wanted to blog, and it's been wonderful. And um, what what kind of
1: response have you gotten to your blog?
7: So far, it's been a very, very warm one. Um, but you know, CPT, most of the listeners are progressive liberals, uh, and yes, I am a liberal, but.
1: Wow! I'm you said the, it out loud. Uh, yes,
7: I said it out loud, oh and I goodness. know you. I know people are supposed to flip over and die and go no, but sooner or later, I'm reasonably sure somebody that is not will read it and get very angry, and to which I say,
1: wonderful. <laughs> well, how much of that of your time does that that take
7: up? I usually write out a rough draft of what I'm going to do on Monday or Tuesday, and I just kind of knock it out. Uh-huh. and then um, and how
1: I'm, often how often are you are you posting
7: I post on Thursday night every Thursday night okay and usually over the weekend I think about what's going on that I want to talk about what's either local or affects us locally um, and that that's what I decide I'm going to write on
1: rather than go national which is the way most of the uh, the uh
7: talk show hosts
1: uh, do it on on our station?
7: Well, a lot of them are national, but Arizona seems to affect us. The Highland Park High School uh, deciding to boycott and getting flack for it. So I I talked about Arizona. Arizona was wonderful. They they, they get my mutant pterodactyl award. Um... (laughs) The, the, they're, they're
1: the gift that keeps on giving oh, yeah. the state I, I of Arizona. Oh, yeah. I walk around
7: and say, this is wonderful. Uh, of, of course, I've been ignoring Texas and all what they, I mean, you know, deleting Jefferson from the textbooks. That, that has to be what mentioned. What did he do?
1: Come on. He's kind of overrated, don't you think?
7: Well, we're, we're, i got we're a not... question for you. i got a question for you, Mike. Do you like Pasta. Do I like pasta? Do you like pasta? Sure. Do you like it? You really enjoy a good dish of pasta. I had a good dish of
1: pasta last night. It was excellent. Well,
7: you can say thank you, Thomas Jefferson, because it was Thomas Jefferson who brought pasta to America he got the machine and he got the things in and he reinvented it and got it to america jefferson was a gourmet chef so on top he was a
1: he was a, a terrific gardener he was a, a horticulturist of the first order
7: yes and he was also a brilliant silversmith and a brilliant architect and while you're at it i like those words these truths are self-evident, that all men are crea- are by equal by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and that among those rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those were Jefferson, as was, by the way, the Declaration of the Rights of Man in France. So don't delete the man. He's the guy who got America from sea to shining sea. W- w- what, 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 what is the
1: story on that? I mean, I, I, I understand, because... Um, um, I live with a person who does educational writing uh-huh. uh, if, as a freelancer for a living. Okay. Okay. So she's dealing with companies all the time that are dealing with the... that are, are doing the publishing and creating the materials. And I do know that in general, uh, and I'll get whooped upside the head if I get this wrong, there's usually a California version of the of a text, the Texas version, and then a national version. Uh, and... The, the reason Texas has so much power is they have so many students, as does California. Now, each of the states presents its own problems. Here we have the right-wing tyranny in Texas. Uh, you know, that's a shame that so many states buy the Texas version of text, mm-hmm. of the texts. Uh, but also in the California version, you can go overboard, too. For I remember a, a number of years back when she said, we can't mention sugar in any of the stuff we write, because sugar's bad. Well, we can't, you know, we, in some texts, and I don't know if it was the Texas or the California, you, you couldn't mention the word witch because it was bad. You know, soon we're going to take, our kids aren't going to know anything. They're not going to know anything at all.
7: And that's a very big problem, because if we can't teach our kids to think, and, Mike, I've been 49 years before the classroom masked. I've been paid for 49 years to teach, and if we can't teach our kids to think, if we can't make them mad, if we can't get them to think, then we are going to have sheep. And I hate to say it, sheep aren't going to be able to run the United States of America.
1: But we are going to get great wool.
7: Oh yeah, we're going to get great <laughs> wool, and I'm sure our friends in India and China will make the most. Oh, of it. Oh, they
1: will too. They will yeah. shear us and no take us to market. Art. Yeah, right.
7: So that so I write the blog so that maybe I can jog something. Mm-hmm. That's why I write my blog.
1: Well, uh, Judith uh, Ray, stick around. All right. Oh, sure. Okay, we got. We got to take a sh- uh, a break. Uh, she is the author. The the chief cook and bottle washer for Judith Java, which That's you can right. catch on the Chicago's Progressive Talk site. Um, and you hear about it uh, advertised on our station. You should check it out. You should comment. You should comment if you don't like what she says because oh, sure. you're looking for the bad stuff, too. I'm right? I'm
7: looking for all stuff. I want to start a conversation. I want us to think. Hey, I want America to be around here for many, many, many more years. Me, too. In a good way. In a good uh, way. You know, In a and, good
1: and, way. And uh, you know we're, we're we're giving up on the uh, Gulf of Mexico right now, so uh, we're going to lose yeah. that part of the country. But uh, okay. uh, and, and we could actually lose another one. You were talking about we were talking about Texas, uh, and I borrowed this from a friend of mine whose slogan has always, be, always been set Texas free. That's kind of what I feel at the moment. Set Texas free. Let them go. Well,
7: I'll give you a bit of history real quick. The treaty that got us Texas was patently illegal. I think we ought to give it back to Mexico and right that wrong. Well.
1: <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. All right, we got a little political here. We are <laughs> we are in Evanston, folks, at our community garden. We're at Family Focus, our place, 2010 Dewey Avenue, Evanston. Um, they're wrapping up in here, but we still got another 20 minutes left of this special version of the Mike Novak Show. Debbie Hillman, my buddy, is here, and we're going to talk to her in just a couple of minutes, so stick around.
7: There are places I remember, all
1: my life. Ah, Fred, you're playing my song. This is Mike Novak up at our community garden. We're in Evanston at uh, Family Focus, our place. And, boy, things are, are, are wrapping up in a hurry. They, they all cleared out here. Dorothy's going to be back in, in, in just a, a little bit. Dorothy Williams, the executive director of Family Focus, and, and give a bunch of thank yous because we, we, we have a lot of folks to thank. Um, I want to mention something. I'd be crazy if I didn't talk about this right now while I have the opportunity. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, about 9:30 on my show, the Mike Novak show, which is on from 8 to 10, I'm going to have Alderman Tom Allen from the city of Chicago on and he has introdu- he's about to introduce an order into City council on Monday at 11 a.m to rein well to get the blue cart rollout finished in the city of Chicago and uh, judith is nodding and smiling going yeah yeah and 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 let me just tell you something for anybody listening now driving around and who lives in the city of chicago doesn't have blue card or even if they do and they believe in real recycling in the city of chicago uh you got to show up at city hall you got to be there 11 a.m on monday and if we pack that place we might actually get something done this is going to be an oppor- this is an opportunity that you don't get very often and i and i want to commend alderman tom allen for uh, presenting this order and this is not an ordinance that he wants to get passed it's an order and if the council people pass this it will go into effect there they want the city of chicago to finish rolling out blue cart by september first of this year now that's the deadlines insane but um... it shows you how frustrating uh, it is, and how frustrated people are, and how the aldermen are frustrated. I talked to uh, Alderman Allen the other day, and he's saying, "I, I said, why are you doing this?" And he's going to tell me tomorrow on the show. He says, "This is crazy. We have to have recycling in the city of Chicago." So he's on tomorrow around 9:30 on the Mike Novak show. I hope you tuned in on Chicago's Progressive Talk AM and FM. Uh, even more important, show up at City Hall, take an early lunch on Sunday. Get there at 11 a.m. I'm going to be there, and I, 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 you know, people from the Chicago Recycling Coalition are going to be there. I've been posting it on, on uh, the Facebook page on Chicago Recycling Coalition, and go to chicagorecycling.org. There's more information about that, and it's, it's, it's a big deal, all right? This is a, a chance for the citizen. You don't get these chances very often to stand up and be counted. You know, you're always told, well, right to your... Your, your rep or your alderman, and people say, well, are they even going to read it? Do they care? Okay, here's your chance. Show up. And if there are numbers there and they can't get everybody into the council chamber because there's so many people saying, why the heck don't we have blue cart rollout for the entire city? That, that makes a statement. So that's uh, my two cents on that. Debbie Hillman, pull that microphone over. Uh, Debbie, you you heard her on the broadcast uh, growing in Austin. Um, You were on Rooted in Austin last year. You... uh, have uh, been at the forefront of the local food movement in Chicago. Debbie is the co-coordinator for the Illinois Local Food and Farms Coalition. She's a chairperson for the Evanston Food Policy Council. And my friend and welcome here. It getting gotten real quiet here, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um you told me a story just a f- couple of minutes ago about your own family and family focus.
9: Well, uh, my daughter was born 31 years ago in uh, in in October, and by the time a year later, when she was walking and it was cold in November, and we couldn't go out to the park anymore, both of us were going to go crazy, kill each other, or something if we didn't find a place to go to during the winter. And I did not know that Family Focus existed, but I found it, and it was exactly the place that that really made a difference in my life and my daughter's life for the first four or five years uh, that she was around. It was a place that we could go to meet other families uh parents were not allowed to just drop the kids off you had to stay there which was fine but there was a parents room and there was a children's room Mm -hmm. and it gave me a break and it gave my daughter a place to play with kids and ever since then um i have been a big fan of family focus and uh after we had been there for a couple of years and the site family focus original site was one of the original sites was at a kingsley elementary school in evanston which, and as you know, uh, schools have lots of land. And I kept seeing this empty land, and I asked Dolores, who was the executive director at the time, if she could ask the school board if we could use some of that land. And she got permission within a week, and that's where I had my first garden as a young mother for about five years. So on really? The, yeah, is that, is that, that's absolutely true. And then ap-
1: was it after that you got involved in horticulture?
9: Yes, and I became a self-taught gardener, and I was a professional gardener for twenty. Yeah, years. you were a landscaper, right? Yeah, yep. well, gardener is what I call myself. You know, that's very funny because yep. I,
1: I always said that uh, about myself. Uh, when I first got involved in this, I started doing that for some folks and putting in gardens, and they would say, are you a landscaper? And I'd say, no, I'm a gardener. Right. All right? Yep. Because, because actually, to be a, a certified landscaper, you've got to get the schooling for that. And, yeah, you and need a
9: degree or some initials kind of, after your name. Yeah, and I don't have
1: any initials after my name. No, uh, nor do all.
9: I, but, I, but uh, that didn't prevent me from making a living for 25 years, so...
1: Uh, that's fabulous. Now, how is it that you and Judith know each other?
9: Oh, I just met Judith today. Oh, I have oh, okay. I've heard her name around the community. I've lived in Evanston for 32 years, and uh, I've probably heard her name for about that length of time. Uh, but we've just met today for the first time. And
1: and, and you bring up a, a good point, that you are an Evanstonian, um, and uh, I know that uh, you're very interested in a lot of the uh, ur- urban agriculture Activities in the city of Chicago, but your heart must lie here in Evanston.
9: Well, I think it's, it seems like, uh, yes, I am committed to my community. Mm-hmm. I, I am. But it's also a laboratory for me to learn uh, many things that I can then take Beyond Evanston to the Chicago metropolitan area and the state, uh, which, as you know, we as a state now does have the policy support for a local food system. And And which
1: you were a huge part of. I mean, and that's why, you know, here we are saving you to the last. um, But you have been one of the movers and shakers in the urban agriculture movement in the state of Illinois.
9: Well, Julie Hamus, our former state rep, uh, up until two months ago, uh, was the one who wrote the Illinois Food Farms and Jobs Act. And a, um, a city legislator, legislator, legislator writing a farm bill is kind of an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. Um, it was a good bill. Um, it was an economic development strategy, and uh, everybody voted for it. And now it is state policy that um, we're going to support uh, local food systems in every community in Illinois.
1: Let's talk about that. We've only got a couple of minutes okay. here because I, I want yep. to get a lot of these thank yous in. but one of the things and I and, and we're going to talk about this on my Sunday show at some point. one of the things you called to my attention the other week was a letter from senator john mccain speaking Uh, of arizona speaking of arizona and the gift that keeps on giving there's another guy uh and the idea there is that um well explain in a nutshell what the letter uh what what it does
9: well senator kane and two other senators who i don't remember but i'm guessing they are republican um uh have have rightly understood that Uh, there is a huge movement in the entire country supporting local food systems. Uh, And the main policy in the federal government that supports that is a program called Know Your Food, Know Your Farmer. Now, Know Your Food, Know Your Farmer was never uh, a bill that was passed by Congress it was something, an initiative that came out of the USDA under its mandate. Uh, I mean, they're not doing anything illegal, but Senator Kane w- wants to cause problems. W- Senator Kane wants to nip the local food system movement in the bud.
1: And by the way, the other two senators are uh, Senate Ag Committee Ranking Chair Saxby Chambliss, uh, who's a real piece of work out of the state of Georgia, and Senator Pat Roberts from uh, Kansas. Um, and, and in the letter, in a nutshell, they, they accused of Know Your Farmer uh, being aimed at, quote, small hobbyist and organic producers in the name of, quote, propping up the urban locavore markets for, quote, affluent urban populations. Yeah, like the one we had here today. Yeah, I saw that affluent urban population here today getting free screenings. Yeah, yeah. So it's we really don't have time to go into that, but you should be aware that there are forces pushing back
9: yes, on the local
1: right. ag movement. It's not all uh, uh, flowers and, and light, you know?
9: No, but uh, Secretary Vilsack is supportive, and um, uh, I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon.
1: So. Yeah, no, and, and one of the reasons it's not is because it it is organic in the broad sense. Meaning these things are are popping up all over the country on their own, this is a bottom up thing it 's yep. not top down at all.
9: People are taking back their own lives, their own communities, their own food system in multiple ways they 're growing food they 're cooking food
1: and and, and and the point I would like to make because I know people listen to us out in in uh, farm country as well out into Calp especially we got a, a, a big uh, transmitter booming out there. This is not a challenge, I mean, this is not a threat to farmers, all right? This is to supplement what farmers do and, with any luck, get some of our Illinois farmers to grow some of the foods that we need to put on our table.
9: And make more money.
1: And make more money, because you're trapped by the government system right now. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. You're Very not limited. making any money, and you know that. All right, we, uh, before we get out of here, Dorothy Williams, Executive Director Family Focus, our place, Uh g- Great for you to stick around. We appreciate it. you got a lot of people you want to thank for this whole – hold on a second. We need to get a mic on. There we go.
2: Okay. I, you're the first person. I really want to thank you, Mike Novick, and your wonderful staff for your support. This has been a marvelous, marvelous event. And um, I'm sure that the staff and the community will be talking about it for a long time. But I would be remiss if I didn't thank Sita and their wonderful staff, Jason, uh, Marsha, and Pat,
1: and yeah, you yeah, you you needed to see uh both Jason and Marsha. <laughs> they look like drowned rats, you know, after uh they were just working so hard, mm. but that's that's a great thing. So
2: Right. Right. And they're going to be here helping us all through um, next week when we start our um our community, um, garden officially kicks off. Get ready right to in, put just, uh, oh, the classes the Okay, our, okay, classes in our, our master gardener. Everything will be, um, ready to go full-fledged next week. But I have to thank the, uh, family focus on auxiliary board because they were responsible for organizing and coordinating this health fair. Mary, um, Wilkerson, who's standing back there, who's on the school board. She talks on the school board all the time, but she couldn't come on the radio to start, talk today. So, Mary, I'm talking for you, okay? And she said, thank you all, especially you, Mike. And our Parent Advisory um, Committee PAC, and all the healthcare vendors, but I'd really like to thank the Emerson Community Foundation for funding us for a project called Healthy Together. And this project is gonna incorporate part of um, the activities that are gonna take place in our community garden. So that's all that I have to say, and thank you again.
1: Well, my pleasure, and, and I want to thank CETA, and uh, I want to thank uh, Family Focus. I also want to thank our great sponsor, uh, Consolidated Printing. They're, they're with us uh, on all these events uh, we do. They are the pioneer in green printing since uh, 1973. Um, I also want to thank uh, the folks back at the station. i got to mention Mike Sanders because uh, he pouts. On Sunday morning, if uh, if I if I don't mention him, uh, uh, he's there. And Fred Newson, who's been running the board and playing the tunes, back at the station. Uh, I want to uh, thank uh, Mark Ernest and uh, Anita Rinella, uh who are here on site too. They were. I don't know so much Anita. I know Mark was digging in the dirt there. Uh, what? Were you digging too there, Anita? Okay. Oh, look at she's showing me her muscles over there. Did you break – she broke a nail? Oh, no, that's just so sad. Um, and uh, uh, Debbie and uh, uh, Judith, thank you, and Dorothy and, and uh, uh, Mayor Elizabeth Tisdall and Dolores Holmes uh, and everybody who showed up to uh, to this event. Uh, I, it was great. What a great event. And we got the garden planted. We got a bunch of people helped with their health, and uh, we're going to do this again, I think, uh, possibly – in, what, what, when? In the fall. So we're gonna we're gonna be back here. All right, let's hear it for, all right, Dick Kay back on the beat is next on Chicago's Progressive Talk. I will see you tomorrow morning with the Mike Novak Show at eight AM. I hope you tune in